0: IT IS 0 HOUR 30 UNIVERSAL TIME. HERE IS THE NEWS IN SPECIAL ENGLISH. SYRIAN GOVERNMENT SECURITY FORCES AND TANKS HAVE BEEN DEPLOYED ACROSS AND AROUND THE CAPITAL, DAMASCUS. ABOUT 2,000 TROOPS ATTACKED REBELS TO TRY TO RECAPTURE AREAS NEAR THE CITY. TROOPS ENTERED MOSTLY SUNNI MUSLIM AREAS EAST OF THE CAPITAL. The government has lost control of those areas during the past two weeks. Activists say at least 19 civilians and rebel fighters were killed in the clashes Sunday. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights said 72 people were killed across the country Sunday. Negotiators for the Taliban in Afghanistan have met with American officials in Qatar on Sunday. The goal of the talks is to build trust and prepare both sides for peace talks. The negotiators are also discussing the possible release of Taliban prisoners at the United States military base in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. United Nations nuclear inspectors are in Iran to investigate possible secret military parts of the Iranian nuclear program. The International Atomic Energy Agency team arrived in Tehran on Sunday for a three-day visit. Hermann Nakertz is leading the investigators. Before he left the agency headquarters in Vienna, HE SAID HE WANTS IRAN TO DISCUSS WITH HIS INVESTIGATORS THE ACCUSATIONS THAT IRANIAN OFFICIALS ARE TRYING TO DEVELOP NUCLEAR WEAPONS. IRAN HAS REPEATEDLY DENIED THE ACCUSATIONS AND REFUSED TO DISCUSS THEM WITH THE IAEA OR WORLD POWERS. It is not clear which areas the U.N. nuclear inspectors will visit in Iran or which Iranian officials they will meet. An Iraqi political alliance says it will end a month-long boycott of Parliament. An Iraqi spokeswoman said Sunday, The alliance's lawmakers will attend parliamentary meetings this week for the first time since mid-December. Iraqia's announcement followed a meeting of its leaders. Iraqia said it has not decided whether to end a separate boycott of cabinet meetings chaired by Iraq's Shiite Prime Minister, Nouri al-Maliki. The political crisis began last month, when the Prime Minister ordered the arrest of Iraq's Sunni vice-president. He also asked Parliament to fire a Sunni deputy prime minister who described Mr. Maliki as a dictator. Protesters in Moscow have demonstrated against the likely return of Russian Prime Minister Vladimir Putin to the presidency next month. The protesters covered their cars in white materials and drove around the city. Organizers say as many as 3,000 cars took part. The protesters drove around a major highway that surrounds the capital. People without cars stood along the road and waved white cloths. Local police say 300 cars took part in the protest. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. French President Nicolas Sarkozy has described new economic proposals for his country. The plans call for an increased tax on goods and services and a cut in employers' payroll taxes. The proposals are aimed at improving France's employment. Nearly three million people in France are out of work. Mr. Sarkozy announced the proposals on a television broadcast Sunday. France will elect a new president in April. In Athens Sunday... Greek Prime Minister Lukas Papathimos met with leaders of the country's three main political parties. He said they all agreed on measures to reduce the government's debt. In Burma, democracy leader Aung San Suu Kyi has campaigned for elections to be held April 1st. Thousands of cheering supporters lined the roads of several towns in the Dawei area to see the Nobel Peace Prize winner on Sunday. She is making her first political trip outside Rangoon since declaring she would run for office. Huge crowds called out, Long live on San Suu Kyi. She told the crowds, There is a lot to be done to build the country that we all want. Aung San Suu Kyi is campaigning in the coastal area to gain support for another candidate running for Parliament. She will make similar trips to other areas before campaigning for her own seat. Police in Bangladesh fired guns and used tear gas on protesters at opposition gatherings Sunday. The police attacks in the town of Chanpur and Lakshmipur killed at least four and injured more than two hundred others. Bangladesh Nationalist Party activists and their Islamist allies were demanding a return to an earlier voting system. The government of Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina ended the system. Officials say... The protesters threw stones and attempted to break through police barriers. Similar clashes were reported in towns across the country. Government-owned companies from Bangladesh and India have agreed to build a power center in southern Bangladesh. The Power Development Board of Bangladesh and the National Thermal Power Company of India signed the agreement Sunday in the Bangladeshi capital, Dhaka. Coal will be used to operate the power center. It will cost one and one-half billion dollars to build. Bangladesh suffers from power shortages, which are especially severe during the hot summer months. Some factories stop operating. United Nations Secretary-General Ban Ki-moon has told African leaders it is time for them to respect the rights of homosexuals. Mr. Ban spoke in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, at the yearly meeting of African Union leaders. He said discrimination toward homosexuals has caused some governments to treat its citizens badly. Homosexuality is against the law in many African countries. South Africa is the only African nation where gay rights and same-sex marriage are recognized. And now, briefly, here again, the major news of the hour. About 2,000 Syrian government security forces attacked areas near the capital Sunday to try to recapture them from rebels. Negotiators for the Taliban in Afghanistan met with American officials in Qatar on Sunday and protesters in Moscow demonstrated Sunday against the likely return of Vladimir Putin to the presidency. That's the news in VOA Special English, coming to you from Washington.